Good morning and welcome to Trending. This is your host, Ben Rogers. We missed you last week and hope everybody had a good 4th of July weekend. Everybody stayed safe. Hope you're doing well this week. I'm uh, delighted to visit with a couple people today, doing something a little bit different the next couple of weeks because we want to catch up on the, with counties and, and, and cities on how their budgets are going. A lot of cities, I think, pass their budget by June 30th, but counties are a little bit different. They'll Some will pass in May, some will pass in June, some will pass in July. Then they get to August and they get close to that state deadline, that drop-dead deadline of August 31st. And so I'm trying to visit with the Upper Cumberland counties the next couple, two, three weeks. And, and this morning I'll have two county mayors on. The first one I'm going to speak with is actually Fentress County Executive. Uh, his title is Executive, not Mayor, and it's just a title, no change in authority. Uh, but Jimmy Johnson is that Fentress County Executive. Jimmy's also a good friend of mine, known Jimmy a long time, but, and he, he was had just delighted to join me, and I'm thankful to him join me because I know Fentress County actually – I believe, Jimmy, that first, how you doing? Then we'll get in the budget. How you doing this morning? Oh, we're doing well this morning. We've got our head above the water, and so uh, we're just uh, we're just tickled to be here and, and proud uh, to have a chance to let people know what we're doing up here in Fentress County. Well, as, as always, you know I like Fentress County. I, I fuss at you a little bit. Sometimes y'all do meetings differently, but as long as you ain't breaking the law in your commission meetings, I don't care. And, you know, we, we aggravate each other about um, you you recessing a lot, but that's perfectly okay, and y'all do a lot better now. I know y'all meet, have full meetings several times a year, and y'all recess just because you want to make sure you're addressing something and you, and you get all the information. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, I do give you a hard time every now and then, but that's okay. Uh, is, is all the operations going uh, back to normal through COVID? Because uh, of co- kind of- yeah, we're we are at this time. We uh, seem like things are since it's opened back up. Our meetings, of course, uh, there for a uh, month or so, they were uh, closed because of the ten-person uh, capacity, and then mm-hmm. the governor let it go to fifty capacity. And and so we've had our last three meetings. Our last two court meetings have been uh, open. Of course, still using the phone line service. Of course, for people that don't feel comfortable about coming, that we have our courtroom. We do still have it. Uh, Taped off to where we have we're seating people uh, in our, in in our courtroom at uh, six foot uh, distances to yet. So, but we are uh, uh, we've not we we've, we've not stopped. We've had all of our meetings as scheduled, and uh, of course uh, to start with, like I said, we did have them uh, by telephone only, except for two or three in in the room at the time. So, but it went well. We got all we did all of our. Uh, budget uh we did all our budget uh proceedings uh by phone except for the the last two and we still had a couple on phone at that time but uh uh it just went with it it went well it sure has well and one good thing there's to me there's several good things about having a smaller commission y'all have as you said 10 members you're able to space out when in in the space that you have at the courthouse um with a bigger county like Putnam, Warren, Smith, you have 24 commissioners. It's hard to space everybody out six six to eight feet apart and do the social distance uh, correctly when you have that many people. And that's one reason Putnam continues to meet electronically because we have a commission chambers that's a good size, but our seats are not six feet apart. So if we meet in July in person, which we haven't decided yet, uh, that should come out next week. But if we meet in July in person, we'll have to put – the commissioners, some of them in either at tables out in front of where the commissioners normally sit or out in the audience where 
you know, and then you have a hard time letting public the public in sitting. And so it, it, it's still creating some problems, but I'm, I'm thankful the governor has given us a way to meet so county government don't stop. So electronically is, uh, is not the best option, but it's a it's an option that we're, we're choosing now and uh, we're able to still get things done. So last month, we're in July now, but last month, y'all, the county commission, of course, you're chair of the county commission still, correct? Yes, sir. So you're chair of the county commission. Last month, the county commission met, and did they pass a budget for fiscal year 2021? We did. We got our budget passed uh, in uh, by the 30th. We got it passed. We got it mailed in. And so uh, that's the first time in several years, if ever, before that's been done uh, by the 30th of June. So we were real proud and tickled of our commission, of our commission that they uh, worked together. Uh, uh, very proud of our finance department. You know, Tyler Arms is our finance director, and then his whole group up there has done an excellent job this year. And uh, we was very tickled and very pleased to uh, get it in. We I think we had a total of maybe five budget uh, meetings. So, uh, like I said, they started turning them in. The first one we got was the, around the 1st of March. So uh, we got it all done and got it squared away, and, and hopefully it'll get passed and nothing rejected, and we'll be able to go on. So were the budget committee meetings, you said you started meeting in March, which is really a good time to start meeting. I mean – some people wait till May, you know, but March is a good time. Was the budget committee process fairly smooth this time? I know you had to do some electronic meetings on that as well, didn't you? We did. It was very smooth. I mean, it went through uh, hard without a glitch. Of course, you had uh, you had some officers that would like to have some more and some that uh, come in just right at, at, at where they were last year and maybe a little bit less. And uh, But it come down to uh, the last night and – but we got it all taken care of, and we were able to uh, not raise taxes. Our tax base again this year is at, is at uh, 191, and uh, we actually gave a 6% raise uh, to the emergency personnel and a 4% uh, raise to uh, clerical personnel uh, and non-emergency personnel. So we, uh, like I said, they uh, they really worked good. Uh, our finance office and our commissions, you know, push it push us all the time to stay within our budget and uh, other than an uh, emergency service which of course us without a hospital or ambulance services or hospital and so that there is was the only maybe hiccup that we had uh, but uh, we're going to be able to uh, we'll get over it we actually came out in the black this year so we're really tickled to be where we're at now yeah, and i was going to ask you about that because you know back in march when when covid 19 really flexed its muscles and counties were changing things and cities were too the the projection was revenue was going to be down especially in rural counties and i said mm-hmm. actually i think if, if people listen back in march and, and, and april i actually predicted it would probably be either the same or a little bit up for some rural counties because you're keeping your people inside the county instead of driving out to a bigger city to shop they're going to stay local because they, they want to be around less people um and and so was your sales tax good for for march and our, april our sales tax were excellent of course it was like uh, uh everyone was listening to the gloom and doom and uh of the 95 counties you only had uh i think it was six in uh in april uh, or in may that were uh in the negative yep uh and some of them were the tourists you know all your tourists were like Sevier county and and then and uh, moore county and, and, and a couple of those but the hours were actually up uh, I'm thinking uh, in 
April, ours was up like uh, 11%, and in May, they were up like uh, 18%. So uh, from the month before and going back as far as last year. So uh, like you said, everyone stayed at home, uh, spent their monies in their counties, and didn't travel a whole lot unless they were going out to work. Yeah, and, and let me ask you, too, because i got a few minutes left in this segment. i got one more full segment with you, so I want to make sure I, I want to get your thoughts because I, I respect your thoughts. You're a smart man. You were commissioner before you became county executive, so you've been doing county government a while. Do you? I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, all right? we You and I talk about it, uh, you know, outside of this and, and, and outside of work. We talk about what's going on. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the economy is going to stay where it's at, get better, get worse. Do you think maybe some of the residents in Fentress County actually would would rather stay home and shop now? Do you think that'll become a trend? Do you think, or do you think once things start start getting back to normal, they'll do what they used to do and maybe go somewhere else? I mean, has, have that have you heard any discussions like that? Because it's it's interesting here, and and other counties I visit, I've talked to some people and they're saying, well, our people is actually their their way of life has changed and they're okay with staying home and shopping they realize that they can get what they want here instead of going somewhere else what well, if you heard any back any feedback from your citizens we have uh and it, and it shows in the figures also you know people are staying here i think they will, uh there'll be less people travel out of town since they found that, that they can have, get their necessities here that they need here uh people realize that you can uh uh Something might be a nickel cheaper uh, 40 miles down the road or something other, but uh, you're going to spend that much more in cash by going 40 miles down the road. Of course, if you want to take your family out to eat, you know, this is probably not the uh, best place to find a a big restaurant, of course, because uh, we're not the the bigger city-type restaurant place here. But uh, as far as uh, people staying local and shopping, I mean, you can drive through town today and your hardware stores, they have a lot of traffic through them now more than than normal. Uh, And what we've seen before, your restaurants, uh, our three or four or five restaurants here, they have a good capacity now. And it just seems like uh, in the traffic in town, you can tell that the traffic in town is picking up because we're here right in the center of town, so we, we can notice that. But it's just a lot. I believe people have seen that, you know, we can actually do uh, uh, save time by shopping home, and, and people are actually really doing that. You know, I really believe that they are. And that's good. That only, it only helps your county. And you said y'all finished in the black for fiscal year 20. So uh, have you finished in the black? Did you finish in the black prior year? We did. Yeah, so we sure your did. first yep. two years so. as county executive, I mean, that's a, that's a lot to say for, Jimmy, so keep up the good work. We're going to wrap up this segment. i got one more with you. Talk a little bit more about the budget. I know you mentioned some raises for employees, which is, is always a good thing if you can do and can afford it. It sounds like y'all can. And talk about some other highlights, and we want to touch base on the state grant money that the governor is sending out to counties and maybe what plans Fitchers County has. You're listening to Trending. This has been Rogers, your host. My guest is Fitchers County Executive Jimmy Johnson. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Trending. This has been Rogers, your host. I am visiting with Jimmy Johnson, Fitchers County Executive. He is updating us on some of the highlights from the fiscal year budget. And, and one good thing, as you said, is, well, the first good thing uh, is no tax, no property tax increase for the citizens. And, and your rate stays at $1.91. That's a total rate for the county. Uh, you finished fiscal year 20 in the black, which means you, you got more revenue in than you spent. And, the, and budgeting, you know, and you and I talked about this, too, and I tell all my counties, budgeting is a educated guess. Now, you, you do know some things, some things you don't. Uh, and especially with the way expenses go, there are a couple things in, in county governments that can really blow up your budget, and a lot of that comes out of the jail with with medical. 
uh, maybe food cost. Um, you, you have an inmate that has a serious medical condition and has to go to the hospital. That can really throw your budget out. And actually, in Fitchers County, that did a couple years ago, a few years ago. I remember I had a couple of instances. But luckily, y'all y'all have been pretty good, finished in the black. This fiscal year 2021 budget y'all passed in June, which you said is the first time that you remember. And, and the comptroller's office is really happy about that because a couple of weeks ago I had on uh, Betsy Knotts, the – director of local government finance at the comptroller's office and she was encouraging counties pass your budget by june 30th and she knows all of them or not but fentress county good job to y'all getting it done so no tax rate increase you did mention the six percent raise for emergency personnel and a four percent raise for non-emergency that's was that something the commission and you wanted to make a priority this year that's exactly right uh, and of course uh, of course you got to look at too you know we can't give a lot of times what a lot of other counties do close to us because of the, of the value of the pennies. And uh, when you uh, when you leave here and if you go uh, south or if you go west, you know you're, uh, uh, the penny's worth a lot more. And But uh, we were able to, again, last year we last year we gave uh, uh, 2% and ended up being a 3% last year. And then uh, this year, of course, uh, emergency personnel got 6% and clerical and non-emergency got uh, 4%. So that, 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 that goes back to, uh, you know, a lot of your offices people, you know, they're staying within their budget. Uh, you've got a good finance uh, department that uh, keeps you aware of what, you know, you're getting close to your budget, you know, you back off a little bit and this and that. Then our tax revenue stays up, you know, good. And uh, it's just, and I thought because of all of this happened, of course, the instances that we've had, you know, happen in, in the finance and such that you're aware of. Sure. And then make it come back out of that, you know. So we, uh, uh, it's uh, uh, just really proud. I just can't say enough about our employees countywide, uh, all departments, your sheriff, your ambulance, you know, uh, finance, uh, solid waste, uh, you know. It's all it's all a team effort up here, and uh, we don't take no credit because you know me. I'm not an IRA me person. It's mm-hmm. got to be we, us, them, and they, and that's how it has to be, and that's how it has to work for it to go through. And you're right, and and I don't want to bring up anything bad either. But <clears throat> y'all realize you actually have more money now that you you don't have personnel taking money from the county and using it for personal reasons. So, and I thought that may happen, but I thought it would take you a little bit longer to recover from. Mm-hmm. So, applause mm-hmm. to y'all. Applause to y'all because y'all y'all bounce back quicker than I expected. So in in next year's budget, 2021 budget, y'all have the opportunity, and every county in the state has the opportunity to budget state grant money that doesn't normally come to counties. And, and the governor decided to do some state grant money for counties to help them. And originally he was going to do it anyway, with and, but he was going to tie it to capital projects, so infrastructure and uh, maybe uh, buildings or maybe some equipment or something that the county could use. But then COVID-19 hit, and some counties were, were struggling, and and didn't know what their fund balance was going to be. So he basically said, no strings attached. Uh, legislature decided, no strings attached. Yeah, we're going to send this money to the counties, and, and they can use it for uh, operations. Uh, they can put in their fund balance for, for maybe another a capital project expenditure they can use later on. How much money is the is Fentress County getting from the state, from the governor's uh, grant? Uh, we ended up getting one point two two five. 293 is what we ended up getting. It started out at 261, then, of course, as everyone's aware, all the counties doubled. And then at that time, we were a distressed county. And so the distressed counties got an extra 500,000. And and that's one thing, you know, we're going to we're going to be doing uh, all of our ADA through this because that's going to have that, that's a that there is a uh, project that has to be done. Right. Uh, it's uh, mandated that it has to be done. So we're going to do all of that. 
with with the money. Uh, our heating and air here in the uh, courthouse has been here since 1968. Uh, old Beulah down here, every time you light her, sometimes the whole floor catch on fire, so we're going to redo all of that. Sure. As a matter of fact, uh, HVAC guy's here today, and then we're going to do a restoration of a courthouse in some places on the inside that's uh, desperately been needed for several years. We're going to get that done, and then we're going to have a... Uh, we're going to use part of it for the AMA service for a remount. We're going to use a part of it to designate so much for the highway department that hopefully that they can use it because uh, we're, we're still going with the format that was laid out, which I thought was a pretty good format that the state laid out. So we're hoping that they will take the money that we lay back for them to help get a grant to make, you know, return uh, thousands, a few thousand dollars into uh, some more extra money through a grant. Uh, and so, and then we're going to help the sheriff's department. We've got just several things we're going to do with it. And it's been, a, it's just a blessing, I think, uh, especially at our county. I'm sure all the counties think the same thing. So this is money that was going to have to be spent out of all the counties, uh, a fund balance and such. And we're not going, and counties are not going to have to touch that. So it's really, uh, one of the best things I've seen state government do for, uh, local counties in, in years and years and years because they did have a, uh, they had a rainy day fund there, and and they put it to use in the uh, uh, all ninety five counties of Tennessee, and and I, in our part, we're very much appreciative, which I think all the upper coming counties are. Yeah, and so you, y'all pretty much have laid out what you're going to use that money for. Do you think any of it will stay in fund balance just for maybe next year, or are you going to try to spend all of it? We'll probably try to we'll we'll spend uh, quite a bit of it on things that are necessity at this time. But I, if what's left over will go into uh, the fund balance, yes, I, uh, because now we can do that. And uh, and they still, on the new application that we got, what is not spent returns to the state. So uh, I'm sure we will put what is left into our fund balance because we are uh, actually, you know, we're so we've got several projects going on right now. Not only this, but we're having to, we had to relocate our fire hall out on, in the car range area. So they're at the uh, process of doing, of, uh, getting that started and getting that done out there now. And they're about halfway through having that done. And there's just several things that we're going to be able to do that we wouldn't have been able to do like a lot of counties. And that's good. I mean, anytime you get money that, that you didn't expect to receive and you have needs that you wanted to find a way to pay for, and you don't have to finance those needs where you don't have to finance the projects for the roads or, or, or equipment for vehicles for the sheriff. That's always good because you're saving that interest cost. Uh, you're paying the cash for it. It's yours. You don't have to worry about paying for it later. So I think it's been a good thing what the state's done. If they, you know, they had the money to do it. They're trying to help counties out, cities out. So you're putting good use. Uh, it, you mentioned some projects. What about 127? Are they still trying to work on expanding 127 to four-lane? Uh, we had a, uh, a TDOT uh, uh, personnel with us in here yesterday because we're going in next April. We're going to have uh, they're going to be putting on uh, help put on one of our local businesses is a half marathon run here on uh, 127 on the bypass. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a pretty big deal coming up in April. But we were talking with him, uh, and he's telling us that the uh, project over in Crossville. Should bid out, mate. Uh, hopefully in October, and start after the first year uh, in twenty one. And that our bridge project, uh, the bridge they're going to replace that project, should be bid out. Hopefully in November or December of this year, and start in twenty one in the spring or summer of twenty one. So it's been twenty five or thirty years since this year has been going on. 
but uh, now we're down to about six months that actually something is really going to happen. So uh, if everything stays like it is, it won't be set back anymore because it's been, it's been pushed back so many times. And, and in the last, you know, two or three years, it's, it's had to take a back seat because of uh, right-of-way acquisition and such. But uh, but now I believe we're actually going to, and TDOT believes that it's actually going to uh, to happen this time. So That's if good. it does... You know, it's going to be it's going to be great because we're living on a lot of tourism stuff here with the big Southport Park and sure. the, and Pickett Park and Sergeant York Park. So that's where we're at a lot. Well, we got about a minute and a half left, and so next month is is the yard sale, right? One twenty seven yard sale. Is that still yes, going to happen? It's still going to happen, but uh, the county properties, the South Interest Park, well, there'll be no attendees in there. And uh, in, in the north of us, in the Palmount area, we have. Uh, piece of property around the fire hall which election is going to have to be held down there so but our property will be closed there'll be no uh uh setups on our property because of the covid uh it's just i don't think it's a good thing of course we cannot control what you do with your private property but we will say that we hope that people will stay under uh the 50 people uh congregating if at all possible and keep your uh social distancing but as far as our county properties it will be closed at that time for the whole week and uh, it's just it's just a safety measure that we're going to do because we're up here and we're under two percent. We want to stay there. I don't blame you, Jimmy. I appreciate your time. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you soon off there. But uh, thank you for everything you're doing up there. Uh, thank you for leading your county and all those officials there and all the employees. And I, and that was something I was going to say. Those raises are are just one thing to do for employees to help them remind them that they are valued and and to continue to provide good services to the citizens. And that's one one of the ways to do that. Says. Just try to give them a raise mm-hmm. when you can. So I, I applaud you on that. If you need anything from me, let me know. Good talking to you, friend. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? I would like to say one thing. We did lose one of our commissioners this year, Mr. Wade Matthews. Yes. And just hope everyone stays in prayers for his family at this time. Because Absolutely. He, was, he did a lot of work for the Fourth Interest County for the last six years. But appreciate it very much and call anytime. Yeah, God bless Wade's family. He's a big old teddy bear. I always enjoy talking to Wade. Yep. And y'all y'all yep. going to miss him. So uh, thank you, Jimmy. Yep. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. See you. Welcome back to Trending. In my third segment for this show, I am delighted to meet with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason. Uh, he is He's joined me after the Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson just left us from Fentress County. And, uh, Jeff, I know you and Jimmy talk quite a bit. Um, you, you got a funny thing you can tell me on Jimmy or you're going to be nice today? You know, wow, it's going to be hard to follow the great Jimmy Johnson or Pa, as I like to call him. Pa, I like that. <laughs> he, he, hey, he's funny. Y'all are all good. I, I, I really. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy's a trendsetter. I don't know if you've seen his uh, overall shorts, but I mean, I, I think that's going to really take off. I actually tried to forget it when I, mean, I saw you, that, you, so. you see a man in overall cut off Liberty overall shorts and a pair of Red Wings. That's, that's, that's quite a sight to see. Yeah, that, that's not really a fashion statement. It's. A, a fashion faux pas maybe anyway other than his fashion he, he is a really good good guy and good executive and he updated us oh. they they passed their budget in june which he said was the first time they'd done that we're going to get into your budget talk wow. um okay. but i want to i want to talk to you first about the operations you know COVID 19 we're still dealing with COVID 19 it's it's still here yes. uh, but has smith yes, county is, is the operations going uh, are they back to normal or how's everything going now well being it's hard to say what normal is anymore, but we are back as close to normal as I guess we can be in a pandemic. Our, we opened our buildings back up in early May, middle May, somewhere in there. And, uh, you know, it's still back going 
going strong here. I mean, people are coming in, getting their 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 tags renewed, and also it's doing business here every day. Uh, you know, we shut down for probably six weeks to public access, and then we we'll open back up. And uh, of course, all our 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 manufacturing, all those guys are back up and running. And uh, talked to some of those in the last couple of weeks, and a lot of those guys are actually. You know, working overtime Saturday, six, seven days a week. So that that's a good thing. All our local businesses, uh, small businesses, they seem to be uh, back and open and, and running well. Haven't you know? We don't know that we've lost any just yet. You know, so that's a good thing. Uh, I know I got a list yesterday. Several of our businesses took advantage of the uh, PPP program that the federal government pushed out. So you know, we were glad. To, Glad to see that. You know, those guys uh, on those things, we, uh, we've we seen a little uptick in our, our cases in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, that can be attributed to several different things, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, I do know I talked to Michael Railing, if not daily, weekly, our health department director. And uh, their testing lines in the last couple of weeks have just been much much higher, much busier than, than in the past. So right. you know, with more testing comes more positives. And mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I think the school board's going to make a announcement tomorrow on what their plan is as far as going back to school in August or what they're going to do. I'm not sure on what that's going to be yet. Uh, my wife is an educator, and they had a faculty meeting this morning, so I'm sure they'll get some more info on that. So, but uh, you know, it's. We had our fair last week, and we were probably at about twenty five percent of our attendance we We made the de- the fair board made the decision about three or four weeks ago to have the fair and uh went with it and gave people a chance to get out and uh want to commend our fair boards for doing an excellent job on their that you know they the social distancing they did there were hand wash stations everywhere we brought in sink portable sinks uh you know, the social distancing line marks, the picnic tables are spread out. They they did a tremendous job. And then also brag on the James game, the, the our carmel provider. Sure. They they did an awesome they did an awesome job on, you know, they limited capacity on rides to every other seat. Uh their crew was wiping down seats every time. Uh my little boy went one night and uh, they actually asked my wife if she would be the one to buckle him in where they didn't you know, there was not a lot no kept the touching down. So right. uh they did a great job. So you know, uh, everything was great, you know, attendance, and I get that. You know, people people chose not to come out, and that's what's great about this country is you get to choose. Yeah, and that's right. It's a choice. Uh, as of right now, I don't think there's any county mayors in the Upper Cumberland that have put a mandate on masks. Uh, is that correct, as far as you know? That, that That is correct. We had a call on Monday. We uh, uh, we went all got together and kind of talked on a conference call, and uh, the the – the thoughts were that none of us were going to do that because, you know, being most of us, you know, Cootville Cross was a little bigger, probably more metropolitan, closer than than anything. But, uh, you know, in the rural counties, you know, we encourage people to do that and, 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 and to follow those guidelines. But as far as enforcing that in a small rural county, I'm not sure how you would pull that off. Yeah, I, I don't – that's a great question. I don't know, and and it's of course it's been discussed statewide, and you know some counties have mandated it, sure. and, and of course I I think it's good that y'all are communicating, and I, I think I mentioned previously with Jimmy is you know I enjoy watching the county mayors and the becoming interact, communicate, and work together. I'm not sure it's ever been this good 
in my 13 counties where the county mayors all discuss and talk with each other and communicate, you know, what's going on? Uh, what are you doing? What are your thoughts? You know, is there a better way to do this? I think it's great. So if y'all continue to discuss and, 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 uh, oh. and talk, I mean, it, I think y'all are in the right direction. Listen, with, with the first time, you know, first term mayor like myself and with everything that's went on in the past couple of years, Having having those guys to be able to lean on that you know some of the guys that's been there a long time and and to get their wisdom and their their advice and you know what they've seen before, I, I'm a blessed man to, have to be able to to call a lot of these you know to call these up and coming mayors uh, my friends because sure. they've been a godsend through through a lot of this and you know and, and develop some pretty serious deep bonds with those guys and that's that's a great thing when you're your peers and you can you can share share those things you know so yeah uh, and that's always you know we're and that's always you go good. to a conference and you see us all together and you know that's we're we're a pretty tight bunch yeah you are and of course y'all yeah you wear a man out when when you come up to you don't but know I, if that's everybody <laughs> well i mean no, you, <laughs> y'all give me a hard time but i like it if you wouldn't give me a hard time i didn't think you'd yeah. like me um <clears throat> yeah you, you you tend to be the the uh the 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 receiving end of a lot of our I, our our cooking. I do, and that's okay, and because I love it, I love I love being around y'all, and hopefully, one day sooner than later, we'll get that opportunity again where we can gather in a, a, a area yes. where we can talk and discuss like we we have always done conferences and well, classrooms and yeah. stuff like that. So hopefully that'll come well, soon. I, I'm registered for the county mayor's conference in August and. For last of August, first September. Hopefully that gets to happen, and uh, you know TCSA sent out a survey yesterday, and hopefully that'll happen too. Because you know you you being together and learning, you know, with your peers and those, you always learn something in those conferences as well that helps you in your day to day job. Sure, and TCSA is the Tennessee County Service Association, and they're the they're the group that will will help county mayors, commissioners, highway officials, and lobby for your cause with the state and with the legislators to help sure. counties. And they're, they're the one of those groups oh, yeah. that, that try to prevent those unfunded mandates coming down on the county. So we're actually going to talk about something good uh, the state's done for y'all here in just a little bit. We talked about it with Jimmy as well. But I want to. I got about three minutes left in this segment. We got one more full one with you as well. But, but I want to start talking about your budget. I, I know, of course – Let's just recap, and I don't like to bring up bad stuff, but when you come in your first year as county mayor, it wasn't ideal. You know, we all know that. You, you, you give me a phone call and say, Ben, I think we've got some budget issues. We go down there, and boy, did you have issues. And it wasn't on you. It's just something that you inherited, really. Y'all decide to – and you decide to raise taxes last year, what, 58 cents, I believe? Um, 59. 59. So this year, have y'all already passed a budget this year? No, no. Uh, we meet. Uh, Monday night for regular session to pass our budget at that point in time. We uh, we kind of, I guess, when we ch- part of our corrective action plan with the state and audit was in the comptroller's office was that we'd start, we were meeting bi-monthly and that we went to a monthly meeting because we had to report on, on our financial uh, documents at that time. And so when we did that, we forgot to add that extra meeting at the end of all end of June, June that we usually do to pass budget. So we uh, we had a special call budget, our best special call meeting at the end of June, and then we're going to pass our budget in uh, July. We we uh, we like to pass our budget on time, but uh, this year it's going to be a little late, and that's okay. Uh, we're going to get it done. Uh, no growth budget this year outside of the state. Uh, you know increases that you see. Right. Uh, we did have a little increase. 
our, our health insurance premiums went up a little bit, and we we were blessed enough that we took that money and. Uh, we just uh, the county's going to cover that increase, and it's not going to be a burden put back on our employees that that take our insurance. And then, of course, you know you got your your state mandated salary increases across the board. But you know we also you know we were also able under some of my budgets we were able to cut a little bit because we we had two years worth of of documents and seeing what we we're spending, and and so we were able to cut a little bit. That's good. I, I, did you? I don't I don't think you said are you. Are you trying to give raises this year, or is it something that you're not able no, to do? No, okay. no, no, no. We we kind of made a promise to uh, the people last year that we we wouldn't you know we wouldn't do that. We had our our foundation back on solid ground, you know. As far as that, uh, now there were some elected officials that end end of the year last year got through some some one time bonuses to their employees with money they had saved out of their budget. Sure. Uh, I really. For that, but uh, I didn't have a vote. The county commission approved it. So there you go. Well, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about. Not, not that our people didn't need it. It's right. Just we 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 made a promise that we weren't going to do that. I, I understand. But when we come back, talk a little bit more about what you foresee in the budget, and we'll talk about the governor's grant money and what your plans are with it. And anything else we need to, to bring up? Well, you're listening to trending. This has been Rogers. I'm visiting with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason. I'll return shortly. Welcome back to the last segment of this week's episode of Trending. This has been Rogers. I'm visiting with Jeff Mason, the Smith County Mayor. The first couple of segments I visited with Fentress County Executive Jimmy Johnson. And as I said earlier, we're going to get into the next few weeks talking to some county and cities about their budgets because it is budget time in the state of Tennessee and the counties are trying to get everything wrapped up. Uh, Jeff, you, you're, you said Monday night you're planning on the commission's plan on meeting in regular session to pass the budget. Uh, no increases Correct. other than the mandated raises. Uh, insurance went up a little bit, but the county was is able to pay for that insurance for the employees. So, and I and I have this issue in another county where there's they don't know if they can do that for their employees, and they're not given a raise. So it's kind of like the employees are going to pay more out of pocket and be paid right. less, and you, that's always a bad situation. You never want employees to pay to go down because of you know benefits, right. but it is what it is sometimes. But y'all, the county is going to pick that cost up, so they will not be losing money out of their paycheck. Any other highlights in the budget? I mean, you said there's no increases other than the governor's grant right. money. Anything? Else? I mean, right. has the budget committee meetings been pretty smooth and pretty pretty transparent? Communication's been good and information's been good. I know y'all are doing a really good job with that now. Well, you know, with the with with the COVID and the the the, the not meeting and the stuff, it was kind of you know we we I, I made a proposal early on that we go with no growth budget, which cut down our budget hearings quite a bit. So that helped a lot. We didn't have to meet as much and expose, you know, those kind of things. But, uh, you know, uh, no tax increase this year intended, uh, which is a great thing. Uh, our fund balance last year when we ended the year was somewhere around $384,000. That was including all the uh, the budgets that were that have money that keeps rolling. It's just money in there. But uh, we're ended this year somewhere where – Probably going to be one eight, one point eight million dollars. That's great. Uh, a little more. Yes, yes. We're we're actually Ben, this year. Uh, we're going to do something that uh, I'm told has not been done in probably twenty years, and that is Smith County will not be borrowing a tax anticipation note to start the year. Wow. We have enough cash. In, we have enough cash in the bank to get us to October when sales or property tax collection starts. Congratulations. So, That's uh, good. Yes, that's a big step for us. And uh, if the economy stays like it is, and the local economy seems to be pretty pretty good, and it's come back pretty good, we didn't take any big losses on our uh, 
our, our sales tax, and we actually had an increase in sales tax because, uh, you know, we hired Miss Donna Barrett with the Barrett Group, and she found some money that had been going in the wrong spots to some cities, and we picked up a significant increase in, in, in some sales tax collection. So that's going to help us this year and going forward. So, you know, that things we put a new purchasing policy in this year, and that kind of helped things with us on the spending side. Uh, so, you know, we are, we, when we passed that budget last year, and again, that was not a pretty time, didn't want to have to do what we had to do, but had to be done. Uh, our goal was a three year plan to get to $3 million in cash to start the year. And that, at that point in time, you know, we could get back to normal proceedings. And, and, but, uh, what we did, you know, we're, we're over halfway there. And like I say, if with, with a good year this year and the economy doesn't go down and collections stay pretty much the same. We hope to be done with this in two years, and uh, then next year, hopefully, the 21-22 budget, there will be an opportunity to give some of that money back to taxpayers because we have got ours fixed. That's good. I mean, that's always a goal, you know, <clears throat> to limit the cost for the taxpayer and continue to provide the yeah. services. I, I would say, of course, I've got to work with you all a lot since last year, yeah. and, and you all really have done a good job turning around. Good. Well, I appreciate that. But, y'all, it's, it starts with you all, and, and the leadership's been great. The commission has been has done a good job communicating to the citizens and to the department heads, and I think it's been a better process. I think you're on your on your way. If you're ending the year with 1.8, or having the year with 1.8, and you're not doing a tax anticipation note, I mean Smith County has, would rely on that tax anticipation note. That was just normal process for them for the last that few was, years. That was way, yeah, and that's and that's that's not a, a smart way to do the business, and, and 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 you know, and so that's something that we're trying to get out of, and and never have to go back to those days again. Uh, we're put, you know, we put in policies and procedures to change how we, you know, with that person policy, how we change money, and you know, and, and things going forward. There's other things that we want to look at and and and, and kind of try to streamline. And you know, I came into this office in 2018 with a with with some some goals, and that kind of changed last year. So my goal is to make sure that we're the most leanest, efficient government that we possibly can, and and we manage the taxpayers money the best way possible you know because it's it's we all pay into that and we don't want to see our money being wasted or frittered away so we're uh we're going to look we're, we we take i take it very seriously seriously that this is not my money sure yeah and that's 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 the way to do it let's talk about something that's good out of all this madness we're living in right now the the governor's grant money and and it's not like he yeah. he just brought it up because of covid this this money was coming no, to counties because no, uh, yeah. of capital projects he saw a need for especially rural counties to benefit yeah. uh with with some infrastructure or whatever the capital needs were and so he decided to designate some money early in session well the session goes on, COVID hits, everything starts shutting down. Uh, session recesses until just started meeting in June. But the the governor's grant money went from no strings or went from having strings attached to capital projects to now no strings attached because I think enough, enough rural county mayors said, let us have this money to spend on operations if we need it. What's Smith yeah. County's plans? How much First, how much money are you getting and what are the plans with that money for Smith County? Well, the, you know, the good thing about that was is we started out, I think it was somewhere in the $600,000 range is what we were going to get in one-time monies. And like I said, it had some strings attached to it. But at that point in time, we were, we still had the same plan as what we were going to do. And uh, once the legislature reconvened and changed that, and it, we're, we're actually $820,000 is our portion of that. Uh, we have, uh, we've already bought a, uh, or 
put a purchase order in for a new tanker for our Central District Fire Department. That tanker was about 20-something years old, and uh, there was some rust coming out in the hoses when they were pumping out of it. So we're excited to be able to get to do that and buy that for those guys because that's a critical need and, and no debt attached with that. And then that's going to leave us probably another half million that we're going to use for either, well, for we're going to try to look at some, some equipment for a highway department. Those guys have been struggling on some older equipment, so we're going to try to look to see if we can help those guys. And uh, there'll be some money left over that we're going to look at our ADA and, and some some building upgrades for that kind of thing. So, so we're, we're going to use that money the best way possible, and, and it's be money that we don't have to spend out of the general fund. Yeah, and that's always a good thing because I mean, and the, one of the things I asked Jimmy too is, was any of that money they're getting stay in the in the fund balance? He said, well, anything we don't spend, we'll definitely go to fund balance. And I he he laid named off some, several things they're doing. Is there any um, any new projects other that maybe any new retail or, or, or commercial businesses thing about coming to Smith County that you can speak of, or is there some on the hush hush? Well, well, the good thing about it is, is we did gain a new business. During the well, the, the tornado caused some damage to a building in Lebanon for American Foundation Society (AFS), and uh, they came in right around right before the the world shut down and right after the tornado. And uh, they they bought a building in an industrial park, and those guys have uh, moved in and they're 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 busy taking care of their their customers. They, uh, you know, we we've not done the official ground or ribbon cutting and all that because they those guys have been super busy with their their projects and of course with the with with the pandemic it's been that but uh and uh, we've had uh several really good industrial visits uh in the last two or three weeks some really promising i can't really share details sure. but there's some really good really good really good things may be coming for smith county on that end uh we got a big big parcel of uh commercial land that's going to sell saturday here in the county so i'm excited to see what it does and hopefully there we've uh some local investors in gornsville area have bought some property built some new medical buildings so uh some good things and then uh young man in town here mr john leftwich has bought the uh the old walton hotel and a couple of businesses here in downtown carthage and uh he's he's got some big plans for that and there you know some parking changes and some new businesses coming there so we're we're excited. Things are things are getting are, are good, and you know, and uh, that's uh, that's one of my goals. Of also, as the government, is to be uh, is it's scary words when you say you're the government here and you're here to help because that kind of gets scary right. sometimes. But to be for our government to 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 encourage that kind of growth and and be there to support it. Yeah, and and you know, one thing about having a, a finance director or a budget director, as you like you have, it frees you up to spend more time with oh, those potential. God businesses and, and working with citizens that are trying to do developments it's been, it allows it frees you up to actually be a county mayor oh, it does. And, and do that yes, work it does. so that's a good and thing. i and i and that's one thing i, I need i need to brag on my staff my, our budget finance director miss daisy denton and her staff are rock stars they 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 they've been i mean i can't take the credit for what they've done as far as budget because they've 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 worked hard and, and done the job that needs to be done. I, I appreciate what they've done. They do a great job, Jeff. We're we're running out of okay. time. I, I appreciate you so much. Um, just good job, Smith County, and and, and y'all are moving forward. Okay. And that was the plan last year when everything started. And uh, I call you a friend. Appreciate everything. And of course, we talk quite a bit. And if you need me, holler at me. But I, I appreciate you joining me this morning, updating everybody on what's well, going on. Well, thanks, Ben. It's always great to get a chance to talk to you. Uh, 
hopefully soon you'll be here and we can grab lunch again one of these days. And I hope so. Uh, and uh, this thing will, you know, I, I say this every day and try or try to try to reinforce this every day in some of my updates is let's not live in fear and let's not panic. Let's just be smart and do our recommendations and we'll get through this and be better for it. That's right. That's right. Hope everybody has a good weekend. We'll see you next week. This has been Trending. I'm ben Rogers, and I just finished visiting with Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason. Mayor, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, Ben. All right. See you.